This is the radio broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means, A Remnant Shall Return. Hi, this is Patty Scalzo, and I welcome you today to this Bible study program brought to you by the Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. In today's program, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, will be continuing his fascinating series on heavenly authority. Pastor Greg has recently completed the section on the priests and Levites in the Old Testament and is currently looking at the fulfillment of these Old Testament symbols in our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the tabernacle of God. He is our high priest and His was the only sacrifice by which we enter heaven itself. Last time, Pastor left off by examining the special position we now have as New Testament believers because of the Lord's high priesthood and the greater glory of the New Covenant. Let's pick up the Sunday sermon where Pastor Greg is reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 8, how will the ministry, if that ministry was glorious, which glory was passing away, how will the ministry of the Spirit, the New Covenant, not be more glorious? It's a more glorious ministry. For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. For even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect because of the glory that excels. In other words, when you compare all that glory in the Old Testament we read about, and the presence of God, the Shekinah glory, it's beautiful, it's wonderful, it's the Holy Spirit giving us the illustration, the parable. It happened, it's true, God did it. But that glory is nothing compared to the glory of the new covenant in the Spirit purchased by the blood of God's own Son. For, verse 11, if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. That's passing away. That covenant was old and needed to be replaced. God said, I will make a new covenant with you. We studied that last time. So what remains and is eternal is even more glorious than that scene of the glory of God coming down upon the tabernacle. Therefore, since we have such hope, such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Notice this, not passing away. The ministry of the Spirit, a great hope, great boldness. Unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. They saw the end of that glory from being in the presence of God, and that glory was passing away. But their minds were blinded, for until this day the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, because the veil is taken away in Christ. They still don't see. Paul speaking about his brethren in his day, who still could not understand the Scriptures, as though that veil was hiding the glory of God, and only when you come to Christ is the veil taken away, and you can understand the Messiahship of Jesus. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. We can see the glory of God. Now the Lord is the Spirit, 
and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? There is liberty. There is freedom. We're freed from those ceremonies. We're freed from the old Levitical contract. We walk in the freedom of God's spirit. There is liberty. There is freedom as the Holy Spirit dwells in us. And verse 18, but we all, we all, not just some, not just a group that went to college or to seminary, not just some who claim to be the religious leaders, we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord, or from the Lord, the Spirit. The Lord is the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And He changes us. He transforms us. It's as we behold in a mirror the glory of the Lord. It reflects out of us. It's supposed to reflect out of us. If we let the Spirit of God do His work, He will change us from glory to glory. Not a glory that passes away. He will change us into the temple we're supposed to be that we reflect out Jesus Christ. When we look in the mirror, we'll start to see Jesus Christ. We'll start to do the things that the Lord Jesus does. It's a glorious ministry. And we don't hide it behind the veil. What does it say? With unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. This is the wonderful liberty and freedom in God's Holy Spirit. The law was necessary to show the bondage of sin. The new law, the new covenant, declares the freedom of God from sin through the ministry of Jesus Christ and the working of the Holy Spirit. A greater covenant, a more glorious covenant. And we don't hide it like Moses. We're supposed to have unveiled faces because the glory of Jesus Christ will not fade away. If we submit to him, if we yield to him, it will not fade away. And as priests to God, we must remember the seven days and nights at the tabernacle door. Remember that? Remember when we studied the consecration of Aaron and his sons? How they had to stay seven days and nights at the tabernacle door. Now, what I'm going to say here is especially true of those in positions of visible authority. We're speaking about heavenly authority in this series, right? Those who are called out to public ministry. Those who are in positions of visible authority. This is especially true for them. But since we are all to be kings and priests unto God, since every believer has a ministry, every believer has something that they're supposed to do in the service of the Lord. Every believer offers up the sacrifice of their life before God. It's true especially for those in visible leadership, but it's really true for all Christians. We must live our lives 24 hours a day, seven days a week, remembering who we are in Him. He is the tabernacle. Jesus is the tabernacle, and we must stay at the doorway of the tabernacle. We must remember, even as Aaron and his sons were to remember, that we have to abide there. And when we abide in that tabernacle, we've just seen he is a living tabernacle, 
we abide in him. And Jesus warned his people. He warned them in John 15 at the Last Supper. He said in verse 4, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Abide in him. Stay in him. Stay at the door of the tabernacle. Remember who you are, who you present. When you speak to others, you are the priest of God Almighty. And your life needs to reflect that. Our lives need to reflect that. We have to show and stay in that tabernacle, abide in Jesus Christ. 24 hours, 7 days a week. James tells us something very wise in James chapter 1. He says in verse 23, For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. We said how we're supposed to reflect Jesus. We're supposed to look like Jesus. And what James is saying here is that if we forget who we are, if we forget what we're supposed to be, that wonderful glory of the new covenant which we spoke about a few moments ago, reflecting the glory, the eternal glory of Jesus Christ, we're like someone who walks away after seeing themselves in the mirror and forgets what they look like. They don't know who they are. Too often in Christianity, we forget what we look like. We forget who we are in Christ Jesus. We forget that we are priests and kings unto God. We forget that we're supposed to reflect out the face of Jesus Christ. And we walk away and we live like an old sinner. We live just like we were before we were saved. We forget who we are. We forget who God wants us to be. We forget that we are supposed to be the dwelling place of God. And it's... It's just like, it's just as stupid as a person who can't remember what they look like in a mirror. Say, so how can someone forget what they look like in a mirror? When we forget who we are in Jesus Christ, we're like a man who can't remember what he looked like that very morning when he looked into the mirror. Now, there's only one way, one eternal sacrifice one meaningful sacrifice, and that's Jesus Christ himself. He is the mercy of God. He is the only way into the heavens. And that's the only sacrifice that counts. But as his priests, as his servants, we're implored by Paul in Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, it's by the mercy, by the sacrifice, by the gift we don't deserve of Jesus' atonement. By the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, 
holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We ought to know the good, perfect, acceptable will of God. The secrets of the kingdom of God are given to us, Jesus said. We're to know the mind of Christ, but we have to offer ourselves. We have to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice and let Jesus renew our minds and let Jesus soften our hearts, open our hearts, purify our bodies. We must become as a living sacrifice. We are the dwelling place of God. We are his priests and we must offer ourselves to be changed because of the tender mercy we have in Christ Jesus. God's Word is so rich and full of wisdom, and we hope these studies have increased your knowledge of the author and perfecter of our faith. If you have any comments, or if you feel led of the Lord to help support our church fellowship, please send all correspondence and donations to Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle, that's spelled S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And if you will be in the Madison, Connecticut area, come worship the Lord with us. Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1. Turn right and at the next light, turn right again. We are in the yellow brick and white building. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shear Jashub, which in Hebrew means, A Remnant Shall Return.